listeners, welcome in to day 22 of November. I'm Catherine's Craft, your host Louise, and today, actually every day in November, <laughs> I should get this right, it's day 22, where we, November is where we talk about wool and promote and encourage people to use or think about using wool every day in November and beyond, because it's not just November that we need it. So today's prompt is heart. And I was like, oh, it's going to be easy. So, oh, hold on. Once upon a time, in a land far, far away, as in my house. Um, Right, I'll tell you why I started with once upon a time yesterday and today. I was watching a TikTok video, and of course they're all true. And there was a wee Irish manny speaker, and he was very eloquent. And he said that the best thing to start a speech with is once upon a time. Because we're taught as little children when we hear once upon a time that we're going to hear something. So he said that was the best thing to start a speech with. So I think I might just start every podcast episode from now on with once upon a time. Because then that'll make you feel like I'm going to tell you a little story. And today I am, listeners. So once upon a time in Louise's house. Um, I'm not going to say it. Oh, don't say it, does it? Queen Mummy, that's me. Had the royal dog Buchel, that's him through there, and the princess Daisy and Prince Andy were at school. Um, the reason I'm saying that is because, say, we go on family walks and that, and to sort of get past it through the time, I would tell silly little stories, and I was always Queen Mummy, and with the royal dog Buchel going on adventures and stuff. and. It got us through quite a few miles going into Sandwood and out of Sandwood Bay. And um, recently, I don't know where we were walking, but it was muddy and they were, everybody was miserable. So I went, once upon a time, Queen Mummy. <laughs> I forgot about that, listeners. Thank you for reminding me. Um, it's fun enough. They both enjoyed it. <laughs> there you go. Start your speeches with once upon a time. You will thank me when they all go, huh? Oh, okay, I'm going to listen and lean forward. Right, so heart, when it comes to wool. Obviously, our hearts are very important because without them, we stop living because we need it to pump the blood around our bodies. Sheep are no different. Uh, Octopuses of, or octopi, have more than one heart, so it's obviously very true. And heart tends to be not just a symbol of if you've got a healthy heart, then the rest of you is healthy and it's very important to keep your heart healthy. So uh, put that steak pie down. Mm. Maybe just have one mince meat pie today and you and the boss eat some fruit. You know you want to. And the reason I say that is because I want you to live a long and happy and healthy life so you can finish using up all that wool that you have bought over the years. And then my listeners will still be going. <laughs> so the heart, uh, long ago, I was thinking, why do we think of the heart when we think about love? Where did that come from? So I looked it up, and of course Wikipedia, which is true, told me that the Greeks decided because it, the heart was supposed to signify the strongest emotion, and the strongest emotion is supposed to be love. I don't know what hate would be, because it's quite a strong emotion too, but it's much nicer to love, isn't it? 
And then in the Romans, they said that the silifium plant, silifium something plant, it's now extinct, um, their leaves looked like little, what they thought the heart looked like. Doesn't really, but, you know, back in the day, that's what they thought. So it became, it was what they used in a love potion as well, and that's kind of what they put two and two together. Oh, it looks like one. We shall make it make love to us. So obviously that's going to work. And therefore we've got the love heart as we know it now, as the symbol of the heart and I love you. So I heart you listeners. <laughs> now you could knit with your wool an anatomical heart and you could have like the arteries on it and um, the right one coming in, the right one going out. And if you have a person in your life who is possibly a doctor or is studying biology or something, then that would be a wonderful present for them. Here you go, I give you a heart. You can learn all the ins and outs of it. In fact, maybe that's what I should do for Daisy because she's got she does biology. She really likes biology, so I would be a good mummy if I did that. And then you can have things that have got hearts, well, the shape of hearts that's not an anatomical heart. You could have, like, there's washcloth hearts, there's um, gloves with hearts on, there's cowls with hearts on, beanies with hearts on. Um, and it, there was actually quite a nice beanie and cowl set, and this is called Heart to Heart by Naomi Zimmer. You could have heart-shaped garlands, you could have a heart-shaped crop top that's by Suleiman Toyaba and I think it's for the summer because there was no back on that you really wouldn't want to be wearing that in November unless you had lots and lots of layers over it because you'll get sick young lady put that off go and put some clothes on <laughs> and then there's this really nice heart shawl by Liana Martazina I just wrote this five minutes ago and I can't read my writing already there was loads of cute little baby outfits with little heart bobbles on, shape of hearts. There was blankets with hearts on them. There were socks with hearts on them. And some of them were with stranded knitting. And some of them were with texture, like some bobbles or just different stitches. There was bags that were in shape of hearts. So, um, yeah, with the heart itself is a very, very well-known figure. And I think it's a worldwide emoji figure. It's not... Because you know how different cultures have different things and different sort of feelings about stuff? You can correct me if I'm wrong, because that possibly could be. The, the heart is a worldwide thing. And isn't that quite nice how it can be... It means love, and everybody in the world should know love. Sound like a beetle song. Right, today because I was doing hearts, um, I am wearing my Knit Our Love shawl. And this is designed by Martina Bame. And I knitted this uh, quite a few years ago now. Um, and I was gifted the pattern by lovely Shetland Louise uh, of Woolwork. Who had done a Spread the Love November sort of um, quest after Trump won the election back then. I was trying to remember the date and I can't. 
So I thought, oh, that's really lovely. And um, my lovely friend Mel, Mel Ski over in Alaska had sent me some uh, Space Cadet mini skeins at the time. So they're in purples and pinks, which are my colours. And I started knitting it. And um, I did struggle because it's a garter stitch shawl. And on the, it's one of these triangles I can't remember the name of. And so you start off little and then expand and expand and expand. And on the edge you knit um, an applied edge and you knit a heart shape on it. But mine's never really kind of came out proper heart shaped. And I did try my best listeners. But unless I kind of plonk my finger in the middle of the top part of the heart. I know that it's a heart. And it was sent with love. And... Well, it was made for me, so I don't know whether... I did I did love the uh, the wool, beautiful space cadet wool. And I was very thankful for my lovely friend Louise to send it to me. So if you fancied a garter stitch longish shawl that you have to scoop around your neck a few times, in for ply, you want to use up some mini skeins, and you fancy just a little bit of interest, because uh, I think that the heart shape is, say, about 12 lines long so you do your garter stitch shawl part and then you do the applied edge and it just keeps your interest a little bit rather than doing not much in this long long garter stitch because it can be a bit boring and then you can because you're just like with your knitting watching I can't mind what what line I'm on now but with this one you're kind of having to move your post-it note down as the pattern and it just kind of keeps your interest I think I've got about 16 hearts down one edge of it and they just because they're stretched they look maybe just like squashed hearts <laughs> but it's a really nice pattern if it had been blocked uh, maybe properly and knitted maybe properly I know that I went wrong in some of them um, the other sort of famous pattern that I could think of that had love in the title was the Love Note Jumper, and this is by Tin Can Knits. I've not made one of these, but most of the knitting population have. Um, it's got a lace section along the yoke, and it used a double knit and a mohair strand, normally kid silk mohair, and um, it looks nice and fuzzy. It's not that I'm anti it, I think it's because I'm doing my Serena cardigan, and I'm trying to stick with that, but I have not got this on my queue. I don't I don't know if I want to. I often think about well you have to wear something underneath that and if I want a jumper jumper I want it to be a toasty worm jumper and there's great big panel there that's open. But it is very pretty and yeah I could wear it with a T shirt underneath, couldn't I? So keep your heart healthy. Um I have written that I'm listening to the podcast Empire very, very, very interesting. Um, so I shall say goodbye and go back and listen to that and finish my story with. And then they lived happily ever after. The end. Mm-hmm.